0: This is the Learn to Lead podcast, episode number 98. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode number 98 of the Learning to Lead podcast. My name is Doug Smith, and I'm the founder of L3 Leadership. We're a leadership development organization based out of Pittsburgh, and our vision is to help you to become the leader that you were created to be. If you're new to the podcast, this is a podcast to help you grow your leadership skills, and every month we'll have three or more episodes. Uh, one will always be from our leadership breakfast, in which we bring in the best leaders that we can find to share their best leadership content. One will always be an interview with a high-level leader, and then once a month you'll get a personal leadership lesson uh, by me as well. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I'd really appreciate it if you could go to iTunes or whatever you use to listen to podcasts and actually subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review. That really helps us out. And uh, I know a lot of you've been doing that. So thank you for that. Uh, So much. And so this episode comes to you from our Beaver County Breakfast Series. Uh, Last month, some of you may know we launched L3 Leadership in Beaver County, Pennsylvania, which is really, really exciting. And uh, I'm super pumped about that. And speaking of which, if you wherever you are listening to this, if you would be interested in starting L3 Leadership in your area. We'd love to help you do that. You can email me at Smith at L3Leadership.org. We'll equip you and resource you to to start your own leadership breakfast and anything else we can do to help add value to your community. So that being said, as I mentioned, this is from our breakfast series. And we had the privilege of having Chris Camp, who's the owner of fun for all speak at this breakfast. He was fantastic. And in this episode, you actually hear him teach on the four T's of leadership. And uh, he did a great lesson on that. And then in episode number 99, you'll get to hear our question and answer session. With Chris as well. I encourage you to listen to both. Both were phenomenal, and I think you'll really uh, extract a lot of value out of both of these episodes. If you want to find ways to connect with Chris as you're listening to this and learn more about what we're doing at L3, you can check out our show notes for this episode at l3leadership.org forward slash episode 98. And lastly, we want to thank our sponsors before we jump into the episode. And our Beaver County sponsor is Champion Life Church, uh, which is a phenomenal church led by my hero, Pastor Larry Bettencourt in Chippewa, Pennsylvania. They meet in Blackhawk High School. And so if you live in Beaver County and you're listening to this and you're looking for a great church, I really encourage you to check them out. You can get info about their services at mychampionlife.com. Uh, but they really believe in equipping the next generation of leaders, and so they've gotten behind what we're doing, and it's such an honor to partner with with them. So thank you, Champion Life Church. And with that being said, let's just jump right into Chris's talk, and I'll be back at the end with a few announcements. Enjoy.
1: Um, so we'll just jump right into it, and then um, I'm more excited about q and and a is a lot more fun than just standing up here talking. And uh, so anyway, we'll just jump right into it. So hello, my name is Chris Camp. Today, I'm going to talk to you about some leadership No, I'm just kidding. as loud. But don't you need that? I've been to several meetings, seminars, where the guy just pulls out the notes, and you're like, this is going to be the longest hour of my life. Hopefully, that's not the case here today. Um, So, a little bit of backstory for me. Um, Isaac Newton said, the only reason that we discover the things we do and learn the things we learn is because we stand on the shoulders of giants. And I am honored and intimidated that my dad is here today. Uh, He is, and my mom as well, too, obviously, are the only reasons well, physically, the only reason that I'm here, but uh, has constantly poured into my life, been a living example of a true businessman, a true successful businessman, who has a business that has exploded and also kept his family together and was a person that taught me how to give back and how to be a person of character. So... I appreciate all that he's done and poured into my life. If you get a chance afterwards, don't talk to me. Go talk to him. He's uh he's the true hero here today. So but Larry and I, we go way back. I um was able to purchase a business stop and sock, if any of you guys know it from Beaver County. Um by the way, I'm Beaver County born and bred. born and bred. Uh grew, grew up in Rochester, uh graduated from Rochester High School. And then took the giant leap and moved to New Brighton. So now I live in New Brighton. Um, On the hill, yep. Uh, My wife uh, is here today. Um, She is also Beaver County, born and bred. She grew up in Beaver Falls on the other side of the river. And we met in the middle, ended up living together in New Brighton. We have my awesome, incredible oldest daughter is here as well, too. And we have uh, three other amazing daughters, one who's taking the SAT test today, so, and then two others that are probably home sleeping. So. Um, Larry and I met through Victory Family Church, but then uh, we had Stop and Sock. He comes out, and I, we didn't really know each other. We kind of knew of each other. So he comes out to Stop and Sock. This is when we first started, and I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, he comes around the corner. I'm trying to fix a lawnmower. I didn't know what I was doing. He comes around. Hey, Brother Chris, how you doing? (laughs) We want to have a thing here at your place, and we want to have people. And so he invited, and at that time, I don't know, maybe it was 60, 70 kids showed up on the back of the hill uh, behind his old shed and uh, just had ministry, and it was awesome. So we became friends then, and then obviously as our families grew together, uh, four girls, we had a lot in common, a lot to talk about, a lot to help each other through, uh, and we continue that friendship today. But I will say to you, if you are not, if you're looking for a church in Beaver County, uh, CLC is an amazing, amazing. Just had their fifth year anniversary, uh, and Pastor Larry is just an amazing leader, amazing person for has an incredible heart for this county to see it really reach its potential of what it can and should be um, through spiritual and practical aspects of helping people out. So. And also, L3, if you are looking for leadership stuff, download these podcasts that he has. Maybe not this one, but the other ones. There's some really, really good stuff. It, I listen to him every week. Um, it's a great way to just continue to grow and learn. So, all right. So, I'll kind of get started with, um, with what God really put on my heart to talk about. I don't have this fantastic story of, you know, I came from rags to riches and... Uh, went to jail and come out like it's nothing like that i've just i've honestly had just an amazing life i have nothing to complain about at all god has been incredible uh to myself to my wife to my kids um so today i'm just going to share with you a few things that i feel like apply to any area of leadership in your life whether you are and again i'll approach it from kind of the small business and starting your own business kind of thing But I think it applies to anything, whether what career you're in, whether you're in college or starting your own business or working for a Fortune 500 company, working for a little company. I think these things apply across the board, even to family as well, too. So I I broke them down into four T's. Um, Hopefully it makes it easy to remember. Talent, time, tenacity, and tribes. So we'll take a few minutes to just talk about each one. Talent, everybody in this room has something that they're good at. You know, God's gifted all of us with something. Maybe you connect well with people. Maybe you are good at math. Maybe you're good at science. You have a gift and a unique thing inside of you. You just have to use it. Don't be afraid to, well, I'm weird because I like math. No, you like math because maybe you're supposed to be an accountant. Or I feel like I don't fit in because I don't really connect well with people, but I'm really good at coding. Well, you have that gift, so take that talent and use it. Don't be afraid of it. Um, Usually what you're good at is what your passion is going to go towards. So if you are really good at connecting with people, then you're going to end up being passionate about serving people in some way. Maybe it's a teacher. Maybe it's um, someone that leads a leadership team. But you're going to be passionate about that thing that you're really good at. So just work on that strength. You don't need to necessarily say, well, I really want to be good at math, but I'm not. Work on the strength that God's put in you, and that will help you grow into your passion, which helps turn, grow into your career or your business or whatever it might be. Um, don't, I'll caution you too not to go after the money because that's where a lot of people get in trouble it's, this is out of my really realm of what I'm good at but there's a lot of money in it so I'm just going to go after that if you go after the money or the fame or the whatever it might be that's not lasting and sustaining and you'll get there, you'll get frustrated and you'll have to end up you'll either collapse or you'll be asked to leave one or the other so go after what your passion is where your talent is, that's what's going to bless you. Now, it's not to say it's going to be all rainbows and unicorns. It's definitely going to be tough. It's going to be hard. And that's why you have to find what your passion is. When you know what your passion is, you'll fight through the obstacle, the battle, the whatever it might be to get to the other side. So the first one is talent. Take your talent that you have, use that talent, and focus on that talent. Because, again, that usually rolls right into your passion, and then your passion becomes your career your destiny whatever it might be so the next one is uh is time well let me preface this too by the way i say so i volunteer at victory family church and i uh teach third and fourth graders so i'm used to like kids throwing stuff at each other like talking and yelling so if you want to get up and move around if you want to throw something at me go ahead it'll make me feel a little more comfortable probably too um so the next one's time this one's probably the hardest because you have to know that wherever you are, whatever position you're in, however old you are, it doesn't matter. It takes time. Um, one of the hard things, especially in this time of life that we live in, is everything is instant. Everything. Because of this little device right here, we all think the world is instantaneous. Because you get information instantaneous. you can find out any, I can find out my bank balance, book a trip to Mexico, do whatever I want to right now. And that's never been in, we've never been able to do anything like that before. But what hasn't changed is how time works. It still takes a woman nine months to have a baby. It still takes nine months plus, maybe. (laughs) Uh, It still takes a tree so long to grow, the sun sets and rises at the same time. That doesn't change. And so we have tried to fast forward our lives and run it in a way that it's not designed to be. We want. You know, we see the guys that start the billion-dollar company, or, you know, their company gets bought for a billion dollars, and we think it happened overnight. Or, you know, we see the college kid that gets right out of college and gets on with his Fortune 500 company, and we think, wow, it's all instant. But what we don't see is the -the behind-the-scenes stuff, the grind that it took to get there. Nobody is an overnight success. There's a saying that says every overnight success takes about 10 to 15 years. And that's true because you don't really get to see the -the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um... There's a pastor that uses a saying. It says, we see the glory, but we don't see the grind that it took to get to the glory. So you see these NBA stars and Steph Curry and how awesome he is, or maybe you're a LeBron fan and how great, 15 years old, he came on the scene, but they've been playing basketball since they were three years old. Or the businessman that becomes an overnight success because of some form of social media thing that blows up. Uh, But you don't see the 20 or 30 years that they poured into their product or their business or whatever it was. So it is going to take time. Don't get frustrated in the day-to-day, in the when is this going to happen, why isn't this happening fast enough. Because today, in the time that we live in, it's harder to do more than ever. But I encourage you not not to give up on it. Now, technology is great, technology is incredible, and can help you get there faster, but the dangerous thing now is, too, success can come just like that, and a lot of it is because of technology, but if you don't have the character, if you haven't gone through that grind, when you get that success, it'll kill you, because you're not ready for it, and honestly, and you know, I don't know how many of you have um, a relationship with God, but that is... Uh, My faith is a big core of my life, and I know that if you get the fame, you get the fortune, you get the everything, but you're not grounded and you don't have that um, anchor, then when the success comes, it will honestly destroy you and not help you. So know that it takes time. The other side of time is that you have to control it. And again, because of this thing, we are so easily distracted I will open up. I do a lot of stuff on my phone, and I will open up to go to my task list. Oh, I got seven notifications on Facebook and two on Instagram, and I got 17 emails that I got. And then the next thing you know, you're going in all these different directions. You go to see what the notification was on Facebook, and oh, look, there's my buddy. Oh, there's my friend. And then three hours later, you look up and you're like, wait, where'd the day go? I don't have enough time. And this is part of the reason why, if you look around, and I know, I. I, this is my life as well sometimes. You look around at everybody and everybody's going in 100 different directions and I'm so busy and I'm so... It's, a lot of it is because we don't control our time anymore. We let this or outside whatever distractions control our time. You have to be the one that says, this is what I'm going to focus my time on. I have a little card that I keep. I keep one in my car. I keep one on my desk at work. And she says, time, waste it, spend it, invest it. It's up to me. So again, we can all waste our time on little stuff here and there. Instagram notifications, whatever it is. We can spend our time, and there's nothing wrong with spending your time. Obviously, you spend your time doing things that you enjoy, that you like to do, or you can invest your time. You need to invest your time in yourself. You need to invest your time in your family. Invest your time in your career. Those are the things that are going to make you grow and help you grow. But again, because of this device... And the time that we live in, there's so much opportunity. Any one of us in this room right now could start our own business tonight if we wanted to, right on this phone. But along with that, technology becomes the distraction. So first of all, know that whatever you're doing is going to take time. It's going to take a lot of time. And don't get frustrated by that. And second of all, make sure you control your time. One other thing that you have to make sure you take time investing in is relationships. And I'll talk about that a little bit more at the end, but it's imperative that you invest time in other people as well, too. You know, Larry and I, Pastor Larry and I have become really good friends, uh, and we've been able to help each other through different things because we've invested time in a relationship. Uh, Doug and I just recently have gotten to connect, and we were just talking uh, yesterday about it, um, or the other day about it, how it's just funny how God puts people in your life at a certain time, at a certain place, when it helps both of you, and that's happening for us right now. And so don't discount the relationships. Don't feel like, well, I got so much to do and I can't, and I got it, and I got it. You got to remember that the relationships are what matters most. And obviously, I'm not sure, again, the, the dynamic here, but family is the most important thing. Um, if it wasn't for my wife and the support, I mean, she grounds me, but she also gets me to reach further than I'm supposed to. She humbles me, but she also builds me up. She kicks me in the head when I need kicked in the head, and you need that person in your life. And maybe you know, depending on what season of your life you're in, maybe it's not your wife, maybe it's your father, maybe it's your mom, maybe it's a friend. But you have to have that relationship in order to grow into what God's called you to do. We can't, no one can do this alone. It's impossible. So I encourage you to find somebody, and I'll talk about that a little bit here too, uh, when we talk about tribes. But find somebody and invest that time because it will not just benefit you; it'll benefit the other person as well too. So and then um, tenacity is the next one, and basically it's just you got to hold on for dear life, and you just got to plow through it. Um, my dad has a saying that he has told us since we were little: is if it was easy, everybody'd do it, uh, because no matter what you do, and no matter what you get into, it, there's gonna become there's gonna be difficult times. It's gonna be hard. There have been many sleepless nights. There have been many frustrating days. But again, this pours back into your passion. When you're passionate about what you're doing, you know, I'm going to fight through this thing because I know what's on the other side. So you have to be tenacious in whatever it is. If you're uh, if you're a student, you have to be tenacious about your schoolwork. If you're a business owner, you have to be tenacious about your business. Every In your career, you have to be tenacious. And I, I promise you, and again, because of the culture that we live in now and the way things are changing, some for the better, some for the worse. If you are just someone, and I don't care if you're in a regular job, if you have your own business, if you are someone that will just show up early, work as hard as you possibly can, and give 100%, you will succeed. Because in the society we live in now, you are in the top 5% of workers and business owners and managers because it does excellence, unfortunately, doesn't exist at the level that it used to. And a lot of that just becomes because we've gotten complacent. We've gotten, everything's really good. And it's easy to be good, but it's hard to be great. If you want to be great, everything matters. All the details matter. I listened to this, um, this podcast and this guy said, you know, being good is a dime a dozen. But if you want to be great, it's paying attention to the details. It's everything matters. It's fighting through the junk that no one else wants to fight through. That'll get you to rise to the top. But if you're just going to, you know, walk in, clock in, check the boxes off, kind of go, we call it at where we work, zombie mode. You just kind of walk in and do the deal. You don't even know what you're doing, and you punch out and you go home. What have you really accomplished? What have you really done? And you'll wake up 20 years later and wonder why your life is mediocre instead of excellent. So take the fire that's on the inside of you. And maybe you're frustrated at your work because your boss is someone that doesn't want to do things in excellence. Or you want to start this business and you're just frustrated. You take that tenacity, you take that fire and push it towards that goal, you'll get there eventually. But then again, that flows back into the time. It just takes time. So Dave Ramsey, I don't know if any of you know who he is, but um, uh, he has a, a podcast that I have really enjoy listening to. And he, he has a great saying. It says, you have to live like no one else so later you can live like no one else. And right now, in whatever season of your life it, it is, you've got to do it different than everybody else if eventually you want to get to that where nobody else is. You know, the multi-millionaire businessmen and the corporate CEOs and all these guys, they made the sacrifices. They took the time. You don't see the college kid that skipped all the parties and didn't go out on the weekends and stayed in their room and studied their brains out. All you see is... Now they're the head of a Fortune 500 company. And you don't see the guy that stayed up 24 hours, five days in a row to get his product or his business exactly the way he wanted it. You see him on the cover of Inc. Magazine as the top 500 whatever. So you don't see all that. Nobody sees that behind the scenes stuff, but it has to be on the inside of you. The only one that you answer to is yourself and to God. Because they're the only ones that see that behind the scenes work, that behind the scenes passion that will get you to where you need to go. So you gotta be tenacious about whatever it is you want. And again, maybe it's church growth, maybe it's growing an organization, or bit, whatever it is, take that frustration or whatever it might be and push it towards your passion so that you can get through the junk you have to get through. Okay, and then the last one I got is tribes. And I, it's just a fancy T word for relationships. It's kind of the new catchphrase. Is you know everybody's got a tribe, and I want to grow my tribe. And um, but this is very important because no matter what you go into, no matter what you do, it's it's all about relationships. And again, going back to technology, there is not an app to have a good relationship, and that's never going to change. This technology is I mean basically transformed the world. It's transformed by how we think, how we act, how we do things how we process information, it's transformed everything. But what hasn't changed is you and I relating or me and you getting together for a coffee or that will never go away because that's what we're on this planet to do. If God wanted it to be however he wanted it to be we could all be individual units that never interacted with each other and went around did our own thing. We were meant to have relationships. So make sure that you invest time and again I'll Keep it in the order that I believe is the right order. It's, it's your relationship with God first. And whatever that is to you, you've got to have a relationship with God that anchors you, that helps you. That Because if you don't, you'll never get through the hard times, the rough times. When you get the success, you won't be able to enjoy it. You've got to have that relationship with God. Because ultimately, He's the one that put us here, gave you the distinct gift that you have, and then gave you that passion to do it. So you've got to... Have that relationship with Him. And you've got to invest time in that. You know, and I'd love to say, you know, I get up at four in the morning and I read my Bible every day, and I do, but I don't. But you have to make time as you can. In the car, listening to something, reading a scripture, just talking to God. Spending time at church. And again, that is not just for you spiritually, but that helps a community of Christians to grow because if we want to change Beaver County... If we want to change western Pennsylvania, if we want to change the greater Pittsburgh area, if we want to change this state, it is relational, one-on-one. And it starts in rooms like this with people who will get out of bed at 6 in the morning to come to a breakfast on a sunny Saturday, which doesn't happen often, and listen and interact with people. And again, this isn't about me standing up here. I would rather us just all hung out and talk today because that's where this is what it's all about, is our, is our relationships. So spend time first with God. Second, if you have a family, that is the most important thing. I read a book a long time ago, and I think the podcasts are still out there by Andy Stanley, and it's called Choosing to Cheat. We all only have 24 hours a day to use, and you have to decide how you're going to use those. I have made, and I know uh, all leaders have, you make decisions on where you're going to invest your time. And sometimes you've you've got to cheat somewhere. You can't, you know, I could spend... 18 hours a day at work and never get everything done that I needed to get done. I could spend 24 hours a day at home with my family and still pour into each one of their lives and it'd never be enough. I could spend 12 hours a day doing what I like to do and it still wouldn't be There's never going to be enough time to do everything you want. So you've got to cheat in a certain area. Never cheat at home because that is the relationship that is designed to never go away. You know, your business, your work relationship, whatever it is, eventually it's gonna go away. Eventually you'll sell your business, eventually you'll retire, eventually you'll whatever, move on, but your family relationship will last forever if you do it the right way. And well, no, it will last forever. It'll just either be really good or it'll be really bad. And I'm not trying to offend anybody or hurt anybody, but your ex-wife never goes away. The family's still there, it's, it's, it's always going to be there. So how you invest your time in that is going to determine a big part of your life. And he had a, he had a great saying that we take, um, we're more worried about how things go at our business or at our job than we are about how they go at home. When if you think about it, the people that you work with can write you a pink slip and fire you tomorrow if they wanted to and not think twice about it. But your wife and your kids and your, who have invested all of their lives into you You're going to pour more time into this instead of into them. It just doesn't make any sense. But sometimes we just get it so backwards that, well, yeah, but I got to make money and I got to move ahead in my career and I got to whatever. All that seems important. But the most important thing is that relationship at home. And again, you have to figure out what those cheat lines are. You have to figure out, and it, it takes communication between your spouse and your family. And we've had seasons of our life where. I told my wife, I'm like, hon, there's just nothing I can do. I've got to be there. I've got to do this. And we know there's give and take. And she's been very honest with me that says, nope, I need you here. You've got to be here. And so you have that give and take where you know different seasons require different types of time. So your relationships will change over time. But you've got to always make sure that they're a priority, Your priorities will change over time, too. And you've got to make sure that you manage them properly as well. So don't don't think that your family life can be on autopilot because you are investing everything into your career. Because sooner or later, it's going to collapse. So first is God. Next is family. And I know sometimes we even get this mixed up. Sometimes you think God, church, family... Because those two can kind of feel like they intermingle. But you've got to remember that God wants your family relationship to be the strongest. And then after that, it is your church relationship and how you interact with them. We got caught up in a season of our life where we were serving at church like crazy. And it was honest, It was hurting both of us. Um, because we kind of got things out of whack. Well, if I'm serving God through church... I'm doing what God wants me to do, right? Well, we got them backwards. That was becoming more important than our family. And so we had to shift things around. So you got to be careful in that line there. But it's God, then it's church, and then it's your career and your business. And it doesn't make any sense. Because, well, if I invest my time in that and the last thing is my career, that's where I make my income. That's how I serve my family and help do great things for people. But I'm telling you, if you do it God's way, it works. I can't, and I'm sure no other leader here can explain how it works, but it works. If you keep those priorities in line that way, it will somehow get you to the point you want to get to. If you get them mixed up, you might get to the point you want to, but it won't be sustainable. So the relationships that you have are very important. Now, you got to also remember, too, that in a family, in a business, in a whatever it might be, everybody is an individual Look around this room, we are all completely different and God made it that way. We all look different, we all act different, we all process things differently. You cannot, if you have more than one child, which we have four daughters, and I grew up, we have five siblings in my family, we are all different. You cannot treat each one of them the same. There isn't the house rule of, well, this applies, this is how I'm going to deal with you in this relationship, and I'm going to deal with you the same, and you the same, and you the same. It doesn't work that way. Every team, every family, every business organization is made up of individuals. And in the relationships that you have, you've got to treat them individually. We don't talk to our oldest daughter the same way we talk to our youngest daughter because they're two different people. I don't deal with one of my managers at work the same way I deal with another one because they're two different people. One of them, and this is a great saying, um, John Wooden, who was the coach of the Bruins, Uh, most winningest college coach there ever was, he had a great saying that said um, all of his guys are individuals and they all need encouragement. Some of them need a pat on the back and some of them need it a little lower and a little harder. So you've got to know how to deal, and this all goes back to relationships. You've got to know how to deal with the different relationships in your life. Now, yes, God made you a certain way with a certain personality and how you handle things, but if you really want to be a true leader, you've got to take that gift that he's given you and be able to use it differently for each different individual in your life. It's hard. It is not easy. Because you have a way that you want to react. And the way you react to a person that is in a relationship with you might help them or could really hurt them. You've got to know how that person thinks and how that And the only way that happens is through relationship. Yeah, you can take all the tests you want and tell them, you know, I want to know your personality or whatever, but it only comes through a relationship. I know I can say certain things to one of my managers at work and I know how he'll take it and run with it. And I know if I approached another one the exact same way, they'd walk out the door. So it's the same. And that goes, again, across the board. Family, business relationships, whatever it is, you've got to take the time to know how those people are going to react to you and then be able to use your gifts to tell them, okay, you do it this way, you do it this way, you do it this way. That's the only way true relationships can really grow. And again, it, it's, it's not easy. Um, so and then last thing I'll say is if you take all of those four T's and you really apply time to them and you really invest in them, you'll then begin to get traction in your life. And you'll start to see things move forward. You'll start to see things change. It doesn't happen again overnight, but you'll start to see little small steps. Um, you have to always remember to, you, you've got to keep moving forward no matter what. Obstacles will come, setbacks will come. We have had, my wife could come up here and we could talk for three days about different setbacks in our family, and our business, and different things that have happened. But you have to just keep moving forward. And that's the only way that you're going to get to the end goal. And then always keep learning, keep listening, keep growing. Things like this are invaluable um, I wish that when I was Doug's age or my daughter's age that, that we had things like this that were available to us. Now, again, quite honestly, you don't even have to come here on Saturday mornings. You can download the podcast on Monday and listen to everything that we talked about. There's so much information out there. There's no excuse to not grow. There's no excuse not to learn anymore. When we were growing up, you had to go to a library and look through a 100 encyclopedias to find out the definition of a word. Now... Again, we could start our own business. I could apply for a new job. I could do whatever I want to in five minutes on my phone. So take the time to learn and to grow because then the more you invest in yourself in that area, the more you can take that and invest in other people. That's how this whole thing will end up exploding and growing. I am on fire for what Doug is doing. I think it is incredible, not just here in this one in Beaver County, but the other one that he's doing. We got to go to a breakfast uh, last month. I mean, he's bringing in these people that are incredible, and because he's built relationships and he's poor, and now he's taking that and he's investing it into all of us if we want to take advantage of it. It's really up to us. All right, so I'm done. That's pretty much all I, I got. And uh, I guess we'll do a little Q&A. Let's give Krishna a
0: Thank you so much for listening to Chris's talk. I really hope you enjoyed it again uh, for ways to connect with Chris and what he's doing. You can check out the show notes for this episode at L three leadership.org forward slash episode 98. And we also recorded the question and answer session with Chris, which will be episode number 99 of the L3 Leadership Podcast, so you can check that out as well. Uh, if you want to connect with our upcoming events, we'd love to see you at one. Our next Learning to Lead Breakfast is on May 21st, 2016, and our speaker is going to be Jeff Leak, who's the pastor of Allison Park Church. And if you'd like to register for that, you can go to l3leadership.org forward slash event. And then in June, we're actually having a Pirates tailgate and game with Sean Amorati on Monday, June 20th, uh, Sean has built and sold three companies. He was actually LinkedIn's first acquisition, and now he's a venture capitalist and an author and a professor. He wrote a book called The Science of Growth, and he's giving away 100 copies that night. Um, so you're going to hear Sean talk. You're going to get a copy of his book, and you're going to get to go to a pirate game with 100 other people. It's going to be a phenomenal night. Do not miss it. You can get tickets. They're 10 bucks a person, which is very reasonable, includes dinner as well. Uh, you can check that out at l3leadership.org forward slash Pirates. And we hope to see you there. I want to thank our other sponsor, which is actually Fun for All. Chris's company has jumped on as a sponsor of L3 Leadership, and we love that. And Fun for All is Pittsburgh's, the Pittsburgh area's most fun and exciting year-round family entertainment center. Uh, They offer fun for all ages, from outdoor attractions like go-karts and miniature golf to a huge arcade, a kid's play area, and great food inside. Um, They're phenomenal for great company picnics, team building events, or just getting out of the office to have some fun. So if your organization would like to just have a fun day of team building, I encourage you to check them out at funforall.net. Again, that's funforall.net, and you can check them out on the web. So thank you uh, for our sponsors, Fun For All. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, if this adds value to the life, to your life, we would really appreciate if you would subscribe and leave a rating review on the podcast that really helps us out. And if you want to stay in touch with what we're doing, you can actually sign up for our email list on our website at l3leadership.org and you'll get a free copy of my free ebook, Making the Most of Mentoring, uh, which I lay out my process for getting meetings with mentors. Uh, That being said, wrap up the episode. I always like to close with a quote, and I'm quoting John Maxwell, who I quote quite often, but he said this quote, and I absolutely love it. He said, people who idolize the privileges of leadership often fail to notice the sacrifice involved, and I think that is so true. People who idolize the privileges of leadership often fail to notice the sacrifice involved. Thanks for listening and being a part of L3. We'll, uh, We'll see you next episode. Laura and I appreciate you, and we hope you have a great day. See ya.